Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Okay, welcome to the Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club, coming to you from Sydney, Australia for February 2018. Um, this paper is the impact of botulinum toxin on brow height and morphology, a randomized controlled trials by El Curie et al. Uh, this is from the January 2018 PRS. Okay, so James, uh, what was this paper about? So our basic issue here is how can we manage variation in eyebrow shape with injection of medial and lateral or just lateral eyebrow depressors. So background to this is that the main eyebrow depressors are divided into the medial and the lateral muscle groups. Weakening the depressor muscles allows the unopposed frontalis muscle to then elevate the eyebrows. There was no previous report that compared the variation of the eyebrow shape and height when the lateral eyebrow depressors are injected alone or in combination with the medial eyebrow depressors. So the authors set out to develop a prospective randomized controlled study to evaluate and compare the effect of two different botulinum toxin injection techniques on the brow shape and position. Now, randomization was done via a computer random number generator. They had 30 patients total, which was split evenly 15 into each of the two groups. The mean ages were similar at 38 and 39 years of age, and they had a similar number of smokers in both groups. Their surgical technique, which is detailed very nicely in the additional content to the PRS uh, article, is twofold. The lateral only glue group, they took the botulinum toxin and injected it superficially into the orbicularis oculi muscle along the lateral orbital rim. They used five equally spaced injection points from the lateral limbus to the inferior orbital rim. In the second group, they added to this injection pattern a two further intramuscular injections at the medial edge of the brow and one centimeter lateral to this just above the brow. Now, the measures. They used standardized patient photography, pre-injection and post-injection. They used a forehead marker for scale and measurements were taken through the mid-pupillary line. These images were then taken into Adobe Photoshop and measurements were taken by two blinded observers at a sequence of points along the brow. They then had a patient satisfaction scoring survey, which ranged from one very satisfied through to four very dissatisfied. Their statistical analysis, pre-injection and post-injection measurements were compared using a dependent t-test and differences between the groups one and two were compared using an independent t-test. So results. Prior to injection, they found that the brow peak was centered over the lateral limbus in both groups. The first group, which was lateral injection only, the brow was elevated by 0.6 to 2.1 millimetres at all positions across the brow, with the greatest elevation being over the lateral limbus, thus maintaining the shape. In group two, the, where they injected medially and laterally, the brow was elevated from the medial limbus to the lateral edge of the brow, one to 1.7 centimetres. However, the change in position at the level of the medial brow edge and the medial canthus was not statistically significant. So they've elevated the lateral portion of the brow by 
injecting medially and laterally. Their mean patient satisfaction scores for both groups were approximately 1.7 with no statistical difference. So in conclusion, they found that for global elevation of the eyebrow without a change in shape or modification of the eyebrow vector, the lateral depressors alone should be injected. For lateral elevation of the brow alone, injection of the medial and lateral depressors should be injected. Now, this is counterintuitive, and they've hypothesized that injection of the medial eyebrow depressors results in a diffusion of the botulinum toxin into the frontalis, leading to a partial inactivation of its medial fibers, increasing the resting tone across the remainder of the muscle, and thus elevating the brow laterally. The good things, this is a randomized control trial. They've taken measures to obtain accurate measurements of the brow height, and they've managed to get statistically significant results out of their 30 patients. Problems, they've only looked at this in one time period. They haven't looked at the ongoing effect. However, I'm sure there are other papers out there looking at the longevity of botulinum toxin injections. Also, their patient satisfaction scale was pretty coarse, only four intervals, and it didn't really provide as much information as I would have liked. The take-home message, however, eyebrow elevation and shape modification can be safely performed using Botox. They got good, statistically significant results, but different injection techniques yield different eyebrow elevation patterns, and it's not always what you would expect. That was an excellent summary of the paper. As you say, it was great to see a really nicely designed and executed randomised control trial. It would be interesting if they could do EMG studies or something to actually confirm their hypothesis as to why they were getting more lateral brow elevation when you're injecting uh, the botulinum toxin medially. Um, and this is uh, a really good template for further studies that can be done with Botox and fillers in a very simple way, perhaps with the use of uh, 3D cameras in the case of fillers and just ordinary standard 2D photography for, uh, for Botox. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search plastic surgery journals remember to like us on facebook and follow us on twitter thanks also to the prs journal team for their ongoing support